0: Welcome back to another episode of Good Skin Circle. I am your host, Ashley Curtis, better known as Ageless Ashley on social media, where I am not spending very much time at all right now uh, because of the holidays, because of the chaotic schedule that is the holidays. I know that's true for a lot of us, uh, but I did want to share this very special episode of uh an experience that I had while I was on vacation and I think you guys are gonna really enjoy it it's only 20 minutes long so enough for a short little car ride a short little walk and I don't have Josh with me this week because of his crazy schedule um and hopefully we will be able to get together soon for an episode I am going to visit him IRL in real life next week so I'm so excited for that um He is going to be meeting my new boyfriend, so we'll keep you guys updated about that. It's going to be fun, Um, and hopefully, I'm going to bring my microphone, so hopefully we can do a little recording while I'm there. We might not get to it, though, because we might just be enjoying life, which I am going to touch on in this episode a little bit, but... I think that if you're feeling burnt out, if you're feeling like you're burning the candle at both ends, or like you're going through a little bit of an up level right now in your business and your career, this is going to be a great episode for you to listen to. I hope you guys enjoy it. So without further ado, let's get into it. Good morning. It is currently 5.31 a.m. on Wednesday, and I am jet lagged. I just got back from a 10-day vacation, and I've been waking up at... The butt crack of dawn uh, literally before then. I'm looking outside right now and it is pitch black right now. And I have a couple hours until I have to get my day started. So I woke up feeling inspired. Um, I have been we- waking up feeling inspired since I got home. I think it's because I took so much time off um, and now I am just fully recharged. I'm fully energized. I'm so happy I took the time off. I've literally never taken this much time off uh, from real work in my entire adult life um so it was hard for me it was scary i didn't want to take that much time off honestly i kept thinking to myself um you know, you're going to have to work while you're there and that's okay because that's usually what I do. I've taken long vacations before, like, um, literal vacations where I go somewhere and I stay, but I'm usually working. Like I'm doing my skincare routine morning and evening on Instagram. Uh, I'm talking with clients. I'm, you know, I'm not really stepping back and fully disconnecting, which is what I did this time. There was one day last week where I worked. on Tuesday to get the podcast out. (laughs) You're welcome guys. Um, and I I did have it pre-recorded. I didn't record the podcast, but I did have to go back and write some show notes and do some marketing for the podcast when it was out. And so that was really the only time I worked and I didn't feel guilty. I didn't make myself feel guilty for doing it. I worked for about six hours, um, during the 10 days. That was the only time I opened my laptop. Um, and can you believe that? Honestly, can you believe that? I mean, those of you who know me, that was the only time that I opened my laptop. Are you kidding me? Um, but I'm, I am very proud of myself for for taking a step back and for really allowing myself to enjoy that time and unplug and disconnect and recharge. Um, it is necessary if you are a service provider, especially. By- Now that I am stepping into this role as a woman who owns not one business, but two businesses that I have to keep the ball rolling in, I know the importance of self care because of being a provider for so long, being in the treatment room for so long. And so I'm going to continue to dive a little deeper into my radical self care and really take it seriously um, and really step back when I need to, uh, because I know the value in that. And I know deep down that that is what my body, my mind, my heart, my emotional health, my mental health. That is what, that is what we need. You guys, um, I'm just going to say it and say it so bluntly and say it loud because I know some of you need to hear this, especially right now. Um, I have been talking to all of you, all of my one-on-one mentorship clients, and y'all are burnt out. Like I can feel it. And I have felt it in the past. I am with you. Like I've been in that hole of feeling burnt out so many times in my career and it's not fun. Uh, It does feel like you're kind of treading water at some point and it can feel really overwhelming and i just want you to know that i've been there and the way out of that is self-care it is you have to take care of yourself and i will keep saying it i'm going to sound like a broken record uh, i hope that you keep you know listening even though you- Probably heard me preach this message so many times, but I know there are some of you out there that really, really, really need to hear this right now. And so I'm going to say it. You got to take care of yourself, Um, especially as we're approaching Christmas right now. It is insanely imperative. It is vital. It is necessary for you to take care of you. We are in that season of buying presents, buying gifts, overextending ourselves, uh, over planning, over committing to things that, um, you know, we don't normally have to do like, this is all stuff that is not normal. It's not part of our normal routine and, um, and it's uncomfortable. And speaking of uncomfortable, that is what I wanted to talk to you today about, because when I was on vacation, I went and did an activity with my boyfriend, um, called snuba. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it is a combination of scuba diving and snorkeling. Neither of which I have ever done in my whole life. Um, I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I came from an upbringing where I didn't take vacations. Um, My parents didn't have money to do that, or my mom, who I primarily lived with my whole life. you know, we never took vacations anywhere where the water was warm enough for long enough. Um, you know, that wasn't really something that I ever did growing up. I'm 35. This is the first time I've ever been in like really warm water, actually, um, which seems crazy to me now that I've done it. But anyway, I digress. So we went snooba diving. It was amazing uh, at the end <laughs> for me. It was actually terrifying for me in the beginning. And I had a panic attack. Uh, I got through it, but basically what snuba is, is if you think about um, snorkeling, snorkeling is where you're kind of just floating above the water and you have the little, uh, you have your little mouthpiece that goes up above the water and you're not, you're not like going deep. You're kind of at the surface level and that's, um, that's a lot easier than scuba diving. So scuba diving is where you're your deep, you have the air tank on your back, you have a mouthpiece in that attaches to the air tank and snooba is a mix of both. So you don't have an air tank on your back. The air tank is actually floating on a little raft that's above you. And, uh, it is connected to a cord, um, that is a mouthpiece that goes in your mouth. So you can't breathe through your nose. That was the first thing that I was having a hard time with. And this, um this experience actually reminded me a lot of like my career, my life, like how anyway, I'm going to get there, but uh first things first, when I first went down with this mouthpiece, you know, you can't breathe through your nose. I was having a hard time with that. The concept of that, I'd never been scuba diving, never been snorkeling, never been anything like never even been in like warm ocean water like this for as long as I was. And so I had the mouthpiece in, um, you go down about 20 feet when you're, uh, diving. (laughs) I immediately come back up because I couldn't breathe through my nose. My ears were staying. um, My ears were plugged and I couldn't pop them and none of the, um, None of like the, the methods that they were teaching us before we got into the water were working for me to pop my ears. Um, and I think I was just doing it wrong because eventually I did get it. And the woman, our instructor, lovely, amazing woman, by the way, I'm going to leave this in the show notes. If any of you are ever in the Caribbean, you want to do this, um, in the Caribbean, highly, highly recommend this company. Again, I'm going to leave them in the show notes. She was wonderful. Eventually she did teach me how to do it anyway, back to the beginning, I immediately was coming back up for air. So had this mouthpiece in, was trying to breathe through my nose. It was not happening or I was trying to breathe. Yeah. I was trying to breathe through my nose and my my goggles kept like fogging up they kept getting water in my goggles and it was terrifying and i was claustrophobic i was trying to go deeper um too fast like i would try to go down deep really deep really fast without popping my ears and then I, like my ears <laughs> there would be so much pressure in my brain and i would get claustrophobic and i would immediately swim back up and gasp for air. I would like throw the mouthpiece out on the life raft thing. And I was like gasping for air. (laughs) It's just like, I cannot do this. Like I was having anxiety. I was like, I'm going to swim back to the main boat, the big boat, um, where, you know, that's where we came out on the excursion was on this boat my boyfriend was like are you sure and i'm like yeah why don't you just you know enjoy this because I, this is clearly i'm just not cut out for this right like that's what i was thinking i was like this is just not my thing um i can't i can't do it um these were all the thoughts that i was having and the instructor actually had a noodle on the big boat and she was like before you you know swim back do you want to try this do you want to try just uh, snorkeling? So staying upright, like floating up above and with a regular snorkeling mask with a noodle. Do you want to try that? And I was like, okay, like that sounds a little more reasonable. That sounds like baby steps into snooba diving. Let's try that. Um, and, but I was like hesitant, even I was like, I don't know. Like I really, all I really wanted to do was swim back to that safe boat, like that big boat. Like I didn't feel grounded. Like I said, I was having a panic attack, like all the things were happening and all I wanted to do was swim back to where it was safe. I didn't let myself do it. Um, I did try the noodle. Shout out to this woman, by the way, I forget her name. Um, we met so many people that it was like one of the first days that we were on vacation. So again, I'm going to leave it in the show notes, but anyway, she was amazing. Um, she handed me the noodle game changer. I So I stayed um, snorkeling for about I don't know, 20 minutes. And I really got the hang of breathing through just my mouth. And then finally she was, they were deep, right? Like they were deep down. They were like 20 feet under, but I could still see them while I was snorkeling. So she kept checking in with me, doing the hand motions, asking me if I was okay. And I kept telling her, yes, I'm good. I'm good. And she finally asked like, do you want to come down? Do you want to try this again? And I'm immediately again, hesitant to do it. And I was like, Mm, I don't know. Like I was thinking, like this, this mm, again. This might not be for me. Maybe I'll just stay up here where it's safe. I'll just do snorkeling the rest of the time. I didn't want to ruin the experience for my boyfriend. I didn't want to, you know, continue being a nuisance. I guess that's what these are. All the thoughts I was having in my head. How crazy is that? Right? Like I'm thinking. I don't want to be a nuisance. I don't. I don't want to do this again. But the only person that would have that would have been a disadvantage to is me. Like the instructor is there for a reason. She's there to help guide you down and keep going as long as it takes. And my boyfriend, super supportive. He was like down for whatever I wanted to do. He was happy to have me stay up there. People don't care as much as you care. They really don't, you guys. Like It is all about you and your experience. And so I was just like, I finally came to grips and I w- I wanted to go back where it was safe but then the snorkeling was going well. And so I decided, I was like, okay, let's try this again. I made myself do it. I Let's try this again. And it was awesome. It was so cool. <laughs> I saw so many fish. Um, I saw like an abandoned ship. Um, there was a helicopter that had crashed into the ocean that all these things I wouldn't have seen if I had just stayed snorkeling. And I'm so happy I went back down. I was all good once I got the hang of it with the noodle. Like that was all I needed. It was baby. Instead of rushing, trying to get down to the bottom, I had to go slower. And all these things, it was just teaching me, um, this is really like life. This has been like other things in my career. It made me think about life. It made me think about all the times in my career and my business where I've had to, you know, slow down a little bit and, or maybe take a noodle or maybe, you know, take a breath, take a deep breath and tell myself, you can do this. You can go back down to those deep waters, but you have to be prepared. And the most important thing is that I didn't give up you guys. I didn't, I didn't swim back to that safe boat and that is what I'm constantly preaching to the men and women who I mentor is that you just have to keep going. And this was the perfect example of that. I told myself, I was like, you can't be a hypocrite right now. You have to keep doing what you preach to other people and it's going to be uncomfortable and it's not going to be cozy, but you have to do it. And I am so happy I did it. Um, I it just it was very enlightening for me. And I wanted to share it here on the podcast with you because I know that a lot of you might be going through periods of growth. I know I am. Um, you know, I'm used to being in the treatment room, I'm used to running just my one business, and now I am going to be running two businesses full-time. Um and There are so many times in our life where we have to up-level and get uncomfortable financially, emotionally, mentally, and it's not easy. And the most important thing to remember though, is that as long as you're not swimming back to that lifeboat, that that safety, as long as you're not discounting your experience by taking the safe route or staying comfortable. Like I, I thought to myself when she offered to take me back down deep. I was like, I'm just going to stay here, right? Like I'm just going to stay here where it's comfortable. I've got this down at least, right? Like I've got the snorkeling down at least. So let's just stay here to, like I said, make everyone else comfortable. And had I done that, I wouldn't have seen all the things I saw. I wouldn't have had the experience that I had. And I share this story because I think it's important. I think it's um it's something that we are not collectively talking about enough, like how hard it can be to up level, how hard it can be to change and evolve. And in the in the in the industry that we are in, the nature of the aesthetics industry is ever changing. It is ever evolving. You have to love that. You have to love that. If you don't love it, just I'm just going to tell you, if you don't love that drop out right now, go, go swim back to that safe house right now. If you don't love change, if you don't love evolving, this is not the industry for you. You have to come to grips with that, that you are constantly going to be uncomfortable. You're constantly going to be challenged and you have to love it. You have to fall in love with the process of getting uncomfortable. And there's no other analogy that is more fitting than what I went through when I I was snooba diving and I just needed to share that with you guys here. Um, I keep needing to take a step back and I have to be gentle with myself and that's just the truth of it. Um, and this is the real stuff, right? Like this is really what I'm going through. It kind of looks like glamorous from the outside right now. I feel like um, I'm not sharing enough on social about the struggle, but I honestly just don't have the um, the energy to even do that. Like I don't really have the energy to spend time on lives and on Instagram when I don't need to be because I'm trying to focus so hard on my self-care and being, you know, energetically aligned with my big goals. And there's just no, there's not a lot of time for the social media like there was for me for so long. Um, And again, I'm, I have to let that be okay. Going from being provider in the treatment room to more of a mentorship role is, it's scary. It's change. It's like going deep in that water and, um there are so many parts of it that I wish I could accurately share on social um but it doesn't feel like the right platform for me so I thought why not get on the podcast I had to record a podcast this week anyway I want to continue being real like this on the podcast and sharing my truth because for so long I was so nervous <laughs> to be authentic and to share my truth and to share my authentic self um again, for the the same reasons why I was not wanting to go back down because I didn't want to inconvenience people. I didn't want to ruin the experience of anything for the people around me. And now I'm realizing that that's just not the way to live life. And that is one of the biggest takeaways I took from vacation is that you have to shine. You have to do your own thing. You have to continue doing it. Like the only difference between someone who is successful and someone who is not successful is that the person who is not successful gave up. They, they swam back to the safety, uh, right? Like success to me is when you are living your full potential. You are, you are living in your highest vibration of being and I I truly don't think that you can live in your highest vibration of being and stay safe at the same time. It doesn't work like that. You have to get uncomfortable. It doesn't look the same for everyone. It doesn't mean you have to take big financial risks. It doesn't mean you have to do anything really that you don't, that doesn't feel authentically aligned, that you do need to get uncomfortable. You do need to put yourself in a position of not being comfy all the time of getting out of that comfort zone growth and the comfort zone. They just don't coexist. It just isn't how it is. Like the safety, you can't go back to the safe boat and see all of the things and experience all of the life uh, that you want, that you have the potential of experiencing. It just doesn't work that way guys. Um, It's hard. God, it's so hard. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know how I don't know how I keep going sometimes. Like it is so difficult. It is so difficult to balance uh the all of what I'm doing. It's so difficult to balance being a business owner. It's so difficult to balance a new relationship and stay vulnerable and stay connected to my new boyfriend and also like maintain my friendships and maintain all the commitments that I've made prior to the relationship and then also step into a new business and opening a new business and It's all very difficult. It's all, it's all uncomfy, (laughs) but I know from experience, from my lived experience that getting uncomfy like this is a sign of growth. So, I'm so excited to share this episode with you. I hope that you got a lot of value out of it. I am going to try to record one more next week before Christmas, but if I don't, uh, I hope that you all have a lovely, lovely holiday. I am so blessed to have you listening. I'm so, so grateful for your support, for your ongoing support. This year has been one for the books. I love you guys so much. If you enjoyed this episode, definitely share it with a friend or with a colleague or with anyone who could benefit. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and tag us on Instagram at Good Skin Circle. See you next week.